If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. KVJ Cuts. All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? Okay, here we go. We got an email here. It says, am I the jerk for restricting my mother-in-law from watching our son? It says here, my in-laws are in their late 70s, and my mother-in-law has issues with her vision. Plus, she also has issues with shaking. She couldn't pass the vision test to get her driver's license when she moved to Florida last year, so she went to her ophthalmologist who gave her special permission to exempt her. How can you even do this? What? She got exempted from the driving test by her ophthalmologist. Like, oh, yeah, she can't see. Not a problem, though. On top of this, my mother-in-law has shakes, and it's so bad that it's a struggle for her to even drink a glass of water. So with this combination, I'm not a big fan of her driving around my nine-year-old son, especially on South Florida roads that she's not familiar with. So I told my husband to speak to both of his parents and make sure that his mother knew that she should never be driving our son anywhere. I know that she was clear about this because she mentioned it to me a few weeks ago. I told her that I just wanted to make sure that my son was safe. Well, last week, she told me that my son had to put up with her driving, and she said that he told her he was not allowed to ride in the car with her. But her response to him was that he didn't have a choice. She told me that she drove very safely, and she seemed very proud of herself. I kept my mouth shut until I could speak to my husband. He wasn't nearly as angry as I was, and I feel like she violated my trust and put my child in danger and also disrespected me as a parent. My husband said that he would speak to his mother and make sure that it never happened again, but I'm not so sure that that's good enough or that it's never going to happen again. Now, my question is, am I overreacting? Because I think there should be consequences, and I don't even want her watching our son because I don't trust that she's not going to drive him somewhere. I just don't trust her. And am I a jerk for putting my foot down like this? I don't think you are. You have to be very gentle about it, but I don't think you're being a jerk. I think you're trying to protect your child. And this happens. You know, a lot of older people, when they're no longer able to see that great or able to react that quickly, they don't want their freedoms taken away. They still want to be able to drive. And I get it. I get it. I think that's a tough thing for just any human to confront when you get to a point in your life, the regular things you're able to do, you can't do it. And some people go out kicking and screaming and they're not able to realize that they shouldn't be doing it anymore. But what if she goes out kicking and screaming while driving the nine-year-old? Yeah, you can't. But the Virginia's right. You got to do what you got to do to protect your kid. And the husband is wrong. I, I get why everyone's sensitive. I, I get I get it. I get it. Because their emotions are running high. But at the, end, at the end of the day, you got to protect the kid. Yeah. And 
think Virginia is right. Gentle, because the mom's going through something right now. She, she, she No one wants to admit they don't have it anymore. It yeah. needs to come from her son, not from her daughter-in-law. But the son and the mom need to have a heart-to-heart, and he needs to tell her, look, if we ever find out that you drove him again, he's not coming over here without us ever again. My question, should that happen now? Because the next time might be too late. And that's, in a sense, what she wants. She wants it now. She's like, it was clear. You knew. You signed off on it. You didn't respect it. You still violated it. One more time might be one too many. How angry would you be with yourself if the next time something happens and there's a terrible accident or her son loses his How life. about the next few times you visit grandma, you all do it as a family and no one's getting dropped off and you're not just bringing the kid over for them to babysit. Go over there, hang out there, be there, be there together so there's no reason for him to put to be put in the car with grandma. I guess my question is has the has the mom sat down with the the other with the mom the grandma and said this is how I feel this is it can't come from her it's got to come from her son. But what if it doesn't? What if he doesn't do that? Don't put grandma in a position where she can drive the kid. Y'all go over there and visit as a family. We're not dropping him off to be babysat by grandma. She's right. Virginia's right on that. Don't stop going. Don't make mm. a big declaration. Don't say that's it, grandma. He's never coming over. Don't do all that still go over still visit grandma do you leave the son with grandma no yeah. you all go over together as a family you leave together you leave together bring a picnic bring dinner bring, do do nice stuff together mm-hmm. but don't leave the kid by himself but also don't alienate grandma and yell at her and make a big declaration and now say never again do we know that she can't drive well though she we, we know for a fact that she's awful on the road it sounds like she's bad it, well and that's the question because vince wants to know have they ridden with her to see how she drives and i would do that because they're taking the one plus one equals two where her vision is not good and she has an issue with shaking now yasix is saying hey my mom shakes and she drives just fine but does she also have terrible vision yasix right do you have the combination of both now somebody did also text in to clarify saying that the ophthalmologist can't give special permission to let you get your or to exempt you from the uh, vision part of the driving test sometimes the settings are off at the dmv and if you go to the eye doctor then they will trust the eye doctor over the DMV when it comes to the vision test. So I wasn't aware of that. So that might be what happened. So apparently she did pass the vision test, according to that text. Well, I mean, if she passed the vision test, some I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, this, this is one of those <laughs> situations where someone could be say It's their, their their perspective. They think grandma's shaking and grandma can't shake or, or see and she can't drive. What if we saw grandma drive and she's perfectly fine to drive? But then that means one of us got to ride with old girl. I, I don't want to get in the car either with her. <laughs> if she mm. nails the driving, though, can you have bad vision and the shakes and still drive awesome? Yeah. That's the question. Okay, well, the, uh, the mom just uh, text in. And so I asked her, I'm like, have you ever ridden with your mother-in-law? She said that um, she drives terribly, by the way, and crosses lines all the time. Okay. Well, Well, then 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 there's your answer. There's there's your answer. Look, you just, you you don't alienate her. You don't stop visiting her. You don't stop planning things to do together. Invite her to your house. Y'all go to the movies together. Y'all go do a staycation together. Like, don't 
put grandma in a situation where she has the boy by herself and she would need to drive. But don't alienate her from the family either. People are asking how old grandma is. She is 98. No, they said late 70s. I'm just kidding. Uh, she also said, my husband still has not spoken to his mom, and I'm trying to be sensitive, but I am not leaving my nine-year-old son at the grandparents' house without me until we settle this. That's it. You don't leave yep. him. But you also continue to see her and be actively involved with your son knowing his grandparents. This is not the time to alienate her. This is the time to understand that she's going through something, and this is how you fix it by being the bigger adult. Yeah, and, and let it go at this point. Let it go. Don't, get, don't stay mad because she didn't listen to you. Let it go. You're going to have to find a new babysitter. Consider. You're not going to have free grandma babysitting anymore, but this is just what is happening in your family. It's a new dynamic that you've got to navigate. Or just remember, you get what you paid for. If it's free, <laughs> the kids probably drive it with grandma again. It's tat for tat, as it's they say. shaky line crossing grandma. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Another question that we have here is from Stephanie in Hollywood. She sent in an email. She said, am I a jerk for doing Publix pickup? It says here, I work 50 hours a week in Pompano and I live in Hollywood. I've got three kids going to three different schools, two dogs, and a husband. I cook five out of seven nights a week, and it is very helpful for me to do the Publix pickup sometimes and just pick up groceries on my way home. Well, someone is always parked in the designated pickup spot, and sometimes I have to park in the lines off to the side of the way. Yesterday, I pulled up, and the Publix girl was already coming to my car, and this guy walks by and yells at me. He said, that's not a parking spot. I told him, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm picking up my groceries and mind your own business. I was parked less than 30 seconds when another time I was picking up, and a guy walks by, hits the back of my car, and tells me to move it. I said, don't touch my car. And he starts yelling at me, calling me a fat ass for not getting out of the car to get my own groceries. Am I a jerk for doing a grocery pickup for convenience? This just goes to show you that Virginia's right. Nine out of ten men are weird <laughs> in parking lots. Now, I mean, it's not doing the, the public's pickup. It's the fact that when that spot is full, you're pulling somewhere else. And here's the deal with those spots. People that are jerks have now realized they can park there with zero consequence. Because unlike a handicap spot, nobody's enforcing those to make sure that you're actually doing curbside, pickup, carry out, whatever it is. Yeah, the real jerks are abusing the privilege. Absolutely. People are assuming you are too. I've seen it. I've seen so many people parking in those spots and they walk into the store just like a regular person and they don't even care. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's not a jerk for doing that because, yeah, what are your other options? You're a legitimate customer that doesn't have a place to pull in at the place that you're supposed to. What are you supposed to do? Is, is there a protocol if that spot's taken up? I don't know because I've never done it. The only, the only way people are going to call you a jerk is if there's a protocol to do something else when they're – and if you're if you're doing something illegal and blocking something and there is a protocol of what you're supposed to do – Technically, people are going to get, they'll get you for the, for the jerk. Yeah, where are you? Are you in a fire lane? Are you in, like, why are people hitting your car? Because the fact that people are that irate, it makes me think that she's blocking something. It right. sounds like she's in a place where you don't normally park a car, but it's going to be convenient for the person bringing her groceries out to load into her car. Right, but are you blocking the entrance or the exit? 
and people are pissed about that. Because just because someone's parked there, that means they're getting their stuff too, probably, right? Mm. If, if she, no, they're probably just trying to walk in and out, and she's blocking the entrance or the exit. So it's a domino effect. Of, it's probably a fire lane. It's running downhill because yeah, now one person who is a jerk that you know is maybe taking this spot. Now she's taking something else. You ever seen that where somebody's a jerk three times removed? <laughs> she's yes. jerk by association. <laughs> somebody forces you into kind of being a jerk. Yeah, like if somebody parks bad and then you have to park bad to make your car right. fit, and then when and then they, they leave, leave, it looks like you're the one that parked bad, and then somebody leaves a note on your car being like, "Way to park, jerk." <laughs> <laughs> totally, that's happened to me. Sammy in the chat says, you're kind of a jerk because you can't create your own parking spot in the middle of the road or anywhere else just because somebody's where you should be. That's kind of where I'm siding with, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, they are messing it up for everybody, but you're always going to look like the bad guy if you're park in the fire lane or block in the entrance. I mean, people are hitting your car with their hand. That tells you something. Well, you're, you are now becoming part of the problem. Even though someone is being a jerk before you, you're, you're actually making it worse, it sounds like. Huh. Marissa said, yeah, that spot is for pickup only. Stop being lazy and park in the normal spot. And other people are saying, yeah, just park your car and go in and get your groceries. That would be the other thing. If somebody... Is parked illegally. You got to park the car, and then well, Publix doesn't have enough curbside pickup spots designated. Walmart does. Walmart's mm, got it down okay. pat because they do it on the side of their building, away from where the general pop parks. Yeah. Walmart breaks it up. At least the two that I've gone to for curbside, they have it in a totally different area so it doesn't interfere with a normal parking spot. And she also tacked on the fact that men are jerks, 9 out of 10 men. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot. Your case 9 is- out of 10 <laughs> men are jerks in parking lots. I think we can all agree with that. You're quoting Virginia now. It's, not, it's looking more like the jerk side. <laughs> so I think the lesson with this is if somebody inconveniences you, you then don't have the right to inconvenience someone else. You're making it Then wor- you become a jerk. Well, you're making it worse for everybody. Two wrongs make me feel better. Okay. She also <laughs> has a point. There's a lot of people who believe that as well. Yeah. Okay, so... All right, people are signing that uh, you're a jerk on that. <laughs> it's a mess. And, and that Publix may need to uh, reassess their pickup and delivery situation. Publix has to... They still have their... Those sandwiches on their... On their board, that no, when you go to order those sandwiches at Publix, they're number one. It's the number one su- uh, su- sandwich on the Publix board in the sub area. And it's they, not even available. The falafel one, yeah. So the, so Publix has a lot of things they need to correct today. There's some things they got to talk about. I okay. would like to be on the board. Hopefully they're listening because Jaybird has spoken. What's well, just an odd thing to have is your number one sandwich on the sandwich board, and then no one knows how to make it, or they have to go. Okay. Road, it's road, road trip to Lakeland, you think? I would love that. <laughs> if I was going to Lakeland, you would be on a goofy mission to try to confront the public's management to fix some things. That is such a power trip. I mean, like a powered vacation trip. trip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's I what we do. That. We we handle the parking situation and we handle what's on the uh, sub board. I'm going up that way this weekend to go to the LSU FSU game. That's how you get a this bird in a suit and tie over here. <laughs> we can make it happen. I would take that so seriously. <laughs> I have so many great ideas for public. Write them down. Let's get it together. Let's make this thing happen.